Imagine you're walking on the road to Capernaum in the late afternoon. You're Simon, and you used to be a zealot and fight against the Romans to free Israel from their occupation. Now, you follow Jesus and are one of his closest followers. You hear the other disciples faintly arguing about something ahead of you. They keep glancing at Jesus, who is at the back of the group, in between their heated exchanges. You strain to hear what they're talking about. You hear Andrew say, Whatever, Peter. I'm the one who brought the kid with the loaves and fish to Jesus. He was impressed by that. Peter retorts, Right. You acted like that bread and fish wouldn't amount to much. I'm the one who actually walked on water. Walked. On. Water. None of you yahoos can beat that. Yeah, well, the noise I can make when I put my hand under my armpit is legendary. Everyone stares at Thaddeus. But you make a mental note to talk with him about that because, well, your armpit noises are pretty weak. Their arguing continues the entire way. One thinks Jesus likes him more. Another believes his skills are better than everyone else's. And another knows that he is the smartest in the entire group. You smile the whole time. You're not going to demean yourself by getting into petty arguments like this. You're better than that. Plus, you know you're stronger than all of them combined. I'm Pastor Michael, and this is Chicken and Waffles, the Bible podcast for preteens, where learning and obeying God's Word creates preteens that are unique and unforgettable, just like Chicken and Waffles. Hey, welcome back, preteens, to another episode of Chicken and Waffles. I am so glad you guys are here. Hey, and last episode... I encourage you to send me in a voicemail about how you have been obeying Scripture, and I got a voicemail from Adriana. Let's see what she had to say. Hi, I'm Adriana. I'm Sophia's sister, and I did last week's challenge to pray to God and ask for forgiveness to the person you were mean to. Thank you for chicken and waffles. Adriana, thank you for sending me your voicemail to tell me how you obeyed Scripture and asked for forgiveness for being mean to someone else. You know, it's hard to ask for forgiveness, whether we're asking it from the Lord or from that other person, but that is how you become unique and unforgettable, by living according to God's Word. And because when you do that, you're living differently from most other people. So, Adriana, great job. Thank you for sending me your voicemail. Now, today we're in Mark chapter 9, and we're going to look at verses 33 through 35. Let's see what those verses have to say. After they arrived at Capernaum and settled in a house, Jesus asked his disciples, What were you discussing out on the road? But they didn't answer, because they had been arguing about which of them was the greatest. He sat down, called the twelve disciples over to him, and said, Whoever wants to be the first must take the last place and be the servant of everyone else. All right, so what is our first question whenever we're reading Scripture? 
what does it mean? That's our chicken question, right? So, so whenever you've run in a race, what place did you want to get first, right? And say you've been playing in a basketball game. What do you want to do? You want to win. And say you're going to the movie theater with your family. Who do you think should get to choose their seat first? I bet you think you should get to choose your seat first, right? Because it is natural to want to be first. You know what? I often want to be first. I think I've told you all I'm really good about thinking about myself first. And I remember when I used to work with our preteens at our church, I was always amazed at how competitive they were and how much they wanted to win. You know, whenever we were either doing rec games at summer camp or or memorizing verses in life groups, they wanted to be the first, the best, and the greatest. Am I right? Does that sound like you? It, it just might, uh, because I know sometimes it sounds like me. You know, when I was about your age, I played baseball. So growing up, I played a lot of baseball and basketball. But, but for this story, I was playing baseball, and, and I played on a team uh, for my church. And we were in this league, and we played other churches in our city. And we got to the end of the season, and we were tied for first place with another team. And so the other team, without us knowing, they set up a a so-called championship game without telling our team, even had umpires come and everything, and they declared that it was a forfeit because we didn't come, because we didn't know about it, so that they became the champions of the league. This was another church that did it. They wanted to win so bad, they made up their own championship game to try and win the league. Now, thankfully, we found out and we, you know, we ended up doing a coin flip and I think we came in first there. But wanting to be first and wanting to win and thinking of yourself first, that is a big deal. And most people struggle with that. You know what? I'm going to let you in on a little secret. The disciples were just like you and just like me. They wanted to be the closest to Jesus. They wanted to be the most important in Jesus' eyes. They wanted to get more recognition than the other disciples. And they believed that Jesus cared about popularity, recognition, and awards. They thought that he thought that that was important. So they're on this walk, and they're, you know, talking about who's the most important. They finally get to the home where they're staying, and Jesus asked them, hey, what were you guys talking about on the road? And everybody just stops talking and looks right at him. Now, has that ever happened to you with your parents before? Say you're, you know, you're with your siblings, and y'all are arguing about something you know, but you're trying to keep a secret because you don't want your parents to know about it. But then dad walks in, he's like, hey, what's going on? And everybody just, you totally shut down and just stare at him because you think your dad is not smart enough to realize that something is going on. And that's exactly what happened with the disciples. And so Jesus gathered him up like a coach would after his team made a silly mistake on the court. And he, and he told them a simple phrase, Whoever wants to be first must take last place and be the servant of everyone else. Now, that doesn't make a lot of sense, right? But, but here's how I like to think about it, and I put it this way. Instead of trying to be first place, seek to be third place. 
First, you think of Jesus and obey him. Second, you think of others and help them. And then you think of yourself in third place. You know, the Apostle Paul said in Philippians 2.4, don't look out only for your own interests, but take an interest in others too. You know, a popular way to say that is don't think less of yourself, but think of yourself less. This is an attitude that you have, is that you're not always thinking about yourself first, but you're thinking about Jesus first, other people second, and then you think about yourself. So what's our big idea that I want you to remember? And it's that Jesus calls me to think of others before myself. Jesus calls me to think of others before myself. All right, so if that's what this means, what should I do? That's our second question. There's our waffle right there. What should I do? Anytime you allow someone to go before you or you think of someone before yourself, you are becoming like Jesus. So let's think of some examples here. Say you're at church and your mom is talking with one of her friends after church like she often does because she is catching up with one of her friends, and you choose not to complain because you realize, hey, mom doesn't get to talk with her friends very often because she's always taking care of me, so I'm not going to complain right now, and I'm going to let her talk to her friend. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then a second example. Maybe, maybe you tried out for the sports team at school, and you didn't make it, but your friend did. And so you choose to congratulate them and tell them that you're happy for them. Now, it is okay to be sad in this situation. Now, I I don't know about you, but I would be sad, right, if my friend made the team and I didn't. But you can still show your friend that you care for them by congratulating them. And then you can go be sad and spend some time with your parents afterward to talk through it. Or maybe a third example is that you willingly set the table for dinner without anybody asking you to do it. Because you know that your mom is busy making dinner and everyone will get to eat faster if the table is set and no one has to harass you to set the table, right? And so you think of the rest of the family, you think of your parent who's making dinner and you choose to serve them without being asked. So in each of these situations, you're showing that you care for someone else. That's it. That's all we're talking about here, is that you are looking to show that you value and care other people in your life. Because whenever you serve someone, it kills selfishness and pride in your heart, and you become more like Jesus. Now, preteens, let me tell you something. I can be pretty selfish. I can. You can ask my wife about it. Sometimes I'm really good at thinking about myself first. And so I have to remind myself, hey, it's not all about me. So I'm going to go and think of someone before myself. So that's our challenge this week. I want you to serve someone else this week without being asked. Now, I got to admit to you, that is definitely a challenge I want to hear from you about. I want you to think about who can I serve this week? What can I do? And then I want you to go and do that. Go and serve someone else 
whether it's your your parents or a friend of yours or even one of your younger siblings, uh, and then leave me a 20-second voicemail, just like Adriana did, and leave me your first name, where you live, and how you served that other person. I would love to hear about it and maybe be able to use it in a future episode. Now, don't forget to read Mark 10 before our next episode. And you may realize you've got several days to do that, right? So you don't have to read it all at once. You can kind of break it up and then answer our two questions in your journal. Because I want you to remember every time you learn and obey God's word, you're becoming unique and unforgettable, just like chicken and waffles. I'll see you next time.